Welcome to ACNL in Action, brought to you by the Association of California Nurse Leaders. I'm your guest host this week, Elise Shelger, and this is our next bonus episode, highlighting one of the amazing poster presenters from this year's ACNL Annual Conference. We will be airing these bonus episodes on the second Friday of the month, and we hope you'll check them out. Our guests today are Dr. Geneva Gularti Rinaldo and Tip Tilton from the mentoring organization B1 Support One, which operates a volunteer based mentorship program to promote the health and well-being of nursing students, new graduates, and nurses transitioning into a new role or department throughout their personal and professional development. Dr. Gularti Rinaldo and Tip are representing a team whose poster presentation looked at the efficacy of mentorship and developing nurses' communication skills, self-confidence, and likelihood of remaining in the profession. I'd like to now welcome Dr. Geneva Gularti Rinaldo and Tip Tilton. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you so we at ACNL are big advocates of nursing mentorship. So we're very excited to have you here to share your work and to learn from you. Tell us about yourself and your organization. Sure. So B1 Support One is a not-for-profit corporation that provides individualized mentorship for nurses by nurses. The primary purpose of this organization is to establish and operate a volunteer-based mentorship program for nursing students, new graduates, and nurses transitioning into a new role or department throughout their personal and professional development. The mission surrounds mentorship as a key strategy used to facilitate professional behaviors and develop effective coping strategies for work situations and to promote the health and well-being during one's transition to professional practice. By learning about professional behaviors and effective coping strategies, the hope is that one can increase their own job satisfaction and decrease stressors that lead new nurses to leave the profession. And mentorship provided by experienced nurses can really address a lot of interesting dilemmas that nurses face on both a personal and professional front. That's really amazing. I, I I wish there was something like this, you know, years ago, and, and I'm so glad you're doing it now. I was lucky to be a part of a new grad residency program where they did provide mentorship, but I know that most of my peers, if they did not go through uh, a residency program, they, they didn't have that. And I think it's so, so important. I can't even imagine being a new grad nurse without some level of mentorship. And I think having an organization where it's really structured makes it so valuable. I, I'm, I'm just really happy that this is what you're working on. And, and tell me, what do each of you do in your roles at B1 Support One? So um, I am the nurse researcher on the leadership team, um, as well as a diversity consultant and mentor. And I am the nurse informaticist on the leadership team, as well as a mentor. Fantastic. So you both are working for the organization and mentoring uh, nurses yourself. So it just goes to show that your heart is really in it. And we love that. Who else worked on this project with you, creating the poster and doing the research and really creating this? Well, this would not be complete or even we could even get this off the ground without the founders of B1 Support One, because as we are volunteers for the organization, the actual co-founders are both Berta and Stephanie. 
Um, Stephanie is the executive director and Roberta is the associate director and co-founder of B1 Support One. Um, along with my wonderful colleague here, we also need to mention Vivian, who is a B1 Support One board member. And B1 Support One matches mentors and mentees with something called culturally aware matching. Correct me if, if I didn't get that exactly right, but I'd love to hear more about this and how does that work in practice? No, you got that right. <laughs> and we find it to be such an important part of the mentorship process. Um, a lot of um, time and a lot of attention is placed on both um, recruiting mentors who are qualified to, to be in this position, um, this wonderful position to assist and support a nurse as a mentee. And we actually um, are really proud of the process. Um, I will say the majority of the process is done by a combination of Stephanie, Roberta, and Vivian. And it really begins with interviewing the mentors and the mentees separately. Um, it's a matching process, and that is a really core and, and foundational to the matching process becoming positive and successful. The culturally aware matching really comes out of this desire to understand where people have been practicing or the kind of nursing that a person has been doing so that they can speak uh, and translate their experience to another member who has similar interests. And once that information is reviewed by a member of the leadership team using a standardized script, it helps to provide consistency or inter-rater reliability between the members to say, we have this data, it's the same data that we're going to be used, using amongst and between the dyad of the mentor and the mentee. Um, and so that clinical matching really does um, happen on a number of levels. Um, and the interviewees are queried about a broad range of topics, um, anywhere from attributes that they think will facilitate their matching, their clinical professional background or interest, their leadership, their experiences, uh, identified strengths, needs, goals, and expectations. Um, and demographics, even things such as language preference or cultural identification, um, because we have a saying that a nurse is not a nurse is not a nurse, meaning that one nurse is not translatable to another setting or position or can bridge the, um, the dynamic of novice to expert in their proficiency. So having this type of detail helps to really identify the appropriate mentor and match them to the appropriate mentee. Um, and that um, is such a good idea. I just, I think it's simple. And when you think about it, it's just like any other relationship. It's important that it's a compatible match. And this just seems such a natural way to do that, but uh, also revolutionary. So I'm, I'm impressed that you are doing it that way. And I think that most likely you'll have much better results in those mentorship relationships um, than had you not done the culturally aware matching. You know, you make a really great observation and it turns out that the data supports your um, hypothesis. Uh, speaking as a nursing scientist, you know, I just have to say that um, the leadership team that does this time intensive process has found that to be true. When not matched, which takes 
a good idea of who these people are and where they where this this mentee sees themselves going and to be able to uniquely identify this, the the gifts and the talents and experiences of a mentor that can really help to either address those needs or bridge those gaps or uh, walk alongside the mentee, hypothetically, um, to get them to where they see themselves going has actually yielded that difference of a not successful uh, mentee-mentor partnership. And then with the matching happening, very successful uh, mentor-mentee matching. And I want to call out that that is the difference between this and a residency program where it does not go through this detail of a, a matching. Right, right. Well, thank you both for explaining that. And it's, it's, it's fascinating. Would you mind telling us a little bit about the methodology of the study? Of course. So we sent out um, an electronic survey to 151 mentees who were participating at the time, and we received 96 responses. The surveys were sent out electronically. And um, the survey addressed questions with a variety of themes. It included duration of the program participation, uh, the perceived benefits uh, of the mentorship relationship, uh, the frequency and theme of the discussions that the mentees had with their mentors, uh, the mentee's satisfaction with their mentors, and then also the satisfaction with the program, the resources that it's providing them. So the survey questions and response options included both a close-ended questions with predefined options for them to select from, as well as a open-ended questions that allowed them to freeform entry uh, their answers. We also had uh, a Likert scale, so one where they can respond such as um, not applicable or you know not at all, a little bit, somewhat, quite a bit, and very much, just to see the scale. And do you have any examples of the actual questions that were asked? I do. So some of the questions that we asked would be, how long have they participated in the B1 Support One Nurse Mentorship Program? And that would be a, a drop-down menu option for them to select an answer with uh, given timeframes or time ranges. We also have a question such as how long, I'm sorry, how has your mentorship helped you? And they can select all that applies and we'll have predefined list of options for them to select from. And for the Likert scale, we would have questions such as to what degree has this mentorship program been helpful in your transition from a nursing student to a practicing nurse? So then they can answer somewhat, quite a bit or very much or not likely at all or something. Thank you. Uh, Did you gather any demographic information about the participants? And do you know what kind of roles they held or what their employment settings were going into this? So when I think Dr. Gilarte Ronaldo mentioned that when a mentee and mentor is first matched, there's a lot of demographic data that's collected at that time. So we know their age and their employment settings and all of their background. However, during the survey for this study, that was not collected. Would you mind sharing some of the your favorite highlights from the results of the study? Yes, um, I'll go ahead and share some of those. So let me first just take a moment to give context to the answer. Um, we were so happy to be able to pro- provide this data and share this data at ACNL conference in February of 2022. So we just want to first say thank you to the ACNL leaders for allowing us to come and, in, and allowing us to participate in the conference. Um, we really think this data is important um, because it highlights some things that we're starting to see in nursing. Um, just as a backdrop, we know that we're over two years into the nursing profession. 
with COVID. And we know how uh, from anecdotal stories that we share amongst our colleagues to stories that we see being published um, and on people's live streams, we see the need for a lot of intervention to support our nursing colleagues. And never before have we needed so much as we do during this global pandemic that has only amplified the needs of the healthcare sector and those providing that care. So having that as a backdrop, I wanna share some of the results that we found when we interviewed these mentees. Now there was a number of domains as my colleague Tip has shared. And what we found was more than half of the participating mentees who were in surveyed reported that their professional communication skills were enhanced by mentorship. 64% had a positive influence on their self-confidence and the data revealed a positive impact that improved steadily over time, such that the longer that the mentee was enrolled, they had self-confidence increasing, which I think is important to note. It's so amazing. Right? And then another thing that we found um, is a positive association with the mentee's abilities to problem solve. We know nurses are highly trained, skilled clinicians with one of the most beautiful aspects being their problem solving abilities, their critical thinking. Mm -hmm. So a positive impact was noted in the mentee's ability to problem solve in all groups. Most significantly, 84% in the first one to two years of the mentorship program. Another highlight was a steady increase that was noted in the perception that mentorship helped with the transition to practice. 100% of those enrolled for greater than two years reported this benefit. Wow. And congratulations. lastly, thank you. <laughs> um, you know, it's really a congratulations to our mentors yes. and to our mentees. And the last um, part that I'll share of the highlights of these results would be that 59% reported that the mentorship program positively influenced their decision to remain in the nursing profession. And the group that was most positively impacted were those in the second year. I leave this as last but not least because I have been scouring the data and you can read on a number of different reports how important retention is in nursing. And in the current situation, having retention or an ability to positively influence decision to remain in the profession is a huge benefit, especially in these times. It's really remarkable, those results. I, I think that Everyone should be doing this. Every new grad, every young nurse, every, or should I say newer nurse should be uh, a mentee. Um, and I also think it's fantastic to have the experience of being a mentor later in your career, but going into nursing, we all know is stressful. Uh, we know that turnover is high. We know that turnover happens early and I think that you guys are making incredible change here and really positive impact. Thank you. You know, you're right about the high nurse turnover. Um, one study uh, reported, and I'm going to take a pause to go look at it one second. 
shut up. I was going to say we should have written that down earlier. <laughs> I had it pulled up and then my, my computer. <laughs> That's okay. A study that was conducted in 2021 by Incredible Health reported that 34% of nurses plan to leave their current role by the end of 2022. And another study um, reports that the pandemic has worsened turnover and impacted the nursing workforce as well, also reported by Incredible Health. Um, and a report by NSI National Healthcare in 2022 spoke also about this impact to the nursing workforce and also to the hospital turnover, in addition to the nurse turnover. And it's remarkable to think about the many different strategies that we can use, including mentorship, to help address some of these personal and professional issues that impact the workforce. Absolutely. I think that what you're doing is so needed and so important, and there is no better time than now, as we know, during this pandemic, the nursing profession has experienced a high turnover. And I think that this is just the perfect time to be giving that support to those who need it. Thank you. And I, I do too. Um, it, you know, this one report that I thought was really interesting said historically nurse turnover has trended below the hospital average. But for the first time since conducting the survey, this is no longer true. And I think a lot of this has been impacted by the working conditions that have been imposed by prolonged periods of providing care in a very needed workforce with, um, you know, differences in mortality and morbidity for our patients and what the nurses experience while caring for these people. And also the shortages in the hospitals, which nurses pick up extra shifts, um, truly heroic um, and um, caring, compassionate professionals. And so I just think it's really interesting how um, this, the data suggests from one study that the nurse turnover increased by a staggering 8.4% resulting in a national average of 27.1% and ranging from five to 64. So nurse turnover is a huge issue and really talking about these types of programs and talking about a multitude of strategies that we could use to uphold our nursing workforce and support our nursing workforce is really critical at these times. I agree. Like you said, nurse turnover is a huge issue and I think that nursing nurses mental health needs to be prioritized. Nurses spend their day in and day out taking care of others and they need to be cared for too and this is just a great way to do that. And you both are mentors in addition to your other roles at B1 Support 1. How many mentees would you say that you've had and what has your experience been with the program? I can go first. So I've had three mentees. Uh, currently I'm paired with one. And I've thoroughly enjoyed being a mentor. Um, when I first started, I was actually uncertain about how much value I would be able to bring to my mentee. But the feedback that I've gotten has been great. Um, my mentees have expressed that they really enjoy and appreciate the support that they get from an experienced nurse who's there, who's able to listen to their personal and professional challenges that they're experiencing, and then also be there to help them set goals and just practice um, 
for interviews, helping review resumes. So all the things that we help provide our mentees. And not only does the mentorship benefit the mentees, I feel like it, it provided me as a mentor a sense of fulfillment, knowing that I'm, I'm sharing my knowledge and giving back to the next generation of nurses. Thank you so much for sharing. I, I would love to answer that question too, because I think that's a great question about uh, what has our experience been as mentors. Um, I've had since I've started at least one mentee a year, um, and I find them to be unique. And it actually is not only rewarding, but it's reinvigorating. It's wonderful to provide support to individuals at, in different um, work settings because nurses, I like to say nurses are everywhere. <laughs> nurses are in the hospital, in the clinics, in schools, in industry, in some work settings um, and in government. And the worst, nurses are everywhere. <laughs> and so um, to think about being able to address um, and in the community, of course, um, to think about being able to address unique people, unique needs of our mentees and thinking on the conversations that people have, it reminds me of um, the potential and the impact that they're currently having. And also their infinite, um, how many lives are going to impact in a positive way. So if in a very small way, I can walk through with them an issue that they're having, or if they're at a crossroads and to encourage and uplift and resource our nurses on an individual basis, it allows me this opportunity to pour into one person and to check in on them and to know that this person has, I'm their lifeline. And, uh, and typically they don't need me. <laughs> and so it's just nice to check in, but when they do, that is when I think for most of us in many times of our lives, when we have a problem, you need to have a person, right? So it's such a privilege to be a person to someone who's going through something, either personal or professional, um, that could be minor, it could be navigating an issue, it could be thinking about going back to school, it could think about um, increasing, ex exploring their leadership opportunities or their growth opportunities, it could be thinking about how to handle um, conflicts at the workplace or, or things of that nature. But whatever it is, um, I'm an open ear and, and trying to help. And then checking in to see if um, how they responded to the, um, the discussion that we had and if that helps them generate a plan for moving forward that they're happier with. Um, and then hear the highlights of how that's gone. It's been rewarding, not just in those moments, but to go through my, with my mentees opportunities where they've interviewed, got the job, and are doing well. And nothing like that, nothing brings a smile to my face like that does. Um, so it's just such an honor to, to have mentees. And honestly, um, prior to Be One, Support One, I've been doing mentorship formally and informally for over a decade. And I share that just because um, our mentors are such incredible people. It puts me to shame. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think that helps. 
Well, I imagine for all of you who are serving in this mentor role that it is incredibly gratifying to be able to support others and nurses care for others in the first place. And that's really what brought most most of us into the profession. But to do it in a different capacity like this must be extremely rewarding as well. And I, I really respect what you're doing. Uh, you know, we talked about high turnover being, you know, a big a big deal and also something that's heavily weighted towards early parts of your career and how that's such a pivotal time. Uh, I, I can see that this would be really powerful also for nurses further along in their career pathway, either because they're hitting a point where maybe uh, they're feeling some burnout or they are looking to advance their career in a certain way and may not know exactly where to go or what to do. Do you do you have any data to support that or do you have any of your own ideas you'd like to share on that front? We do have some data to support that as well. So we have nurses currently in the program who are further along in their career and seeking mentorship because they are either changing roles or specialty or those who might be changing into a leadership position. So we do have mentors um, that have held leadership positions in the past that they're typically paired with for those that are interested in that. And that way they can provide the right guidance and mentorship. And in our studies, we do have data to support that even those transitioning to a new role are also seeing benefits from the Fantastic. Well, I I think that you have already shared your experience, which I think is powerful enough to convince anybody to become a mentor. Uh, But just to to dig a little deeper there, some nurses may think, you know, I've only been in the field for a certain amount of time, or I am only in this pigeonholed in this one area of nursing, or I have not advanced my degree or my career to a certain level and might feel that they're not quite ready to be a mentor, even at a even high level nurses, you know, a higher in administration may feel that way. And I would just like to know what you'd say to someone who's interested in being a mentor, but isn't sure if they have what it takes. So I have lots to say about this. <laughs> So first of all, let me share, I think that's a great question. I'm going to try to consolidate my thoughts into five main uh, topics. First, um, you know, I think that um, it's important to think about um, our legacy and think about also paying it forward. Many of us, um, if those of us who are lucky, actually, who've had good mentors, we recognize how important it is. So it's kind of a pay it forward type of thing that if you've had good mentorship, I feel like it's my responsibility to provide good mentorship in return for what I've received. The second thing is I'm happy to report that several of our mentees have become mentors. And I share that because in early career, sometimes some of us have this kind of imposter syndrome where we think we're not ready enough. We haven't worked long enough. We're not enough, enough, enough. (laughs) Okay. But the fact of the matter is, I think we all, when we reflect, which is a big part of our practice, reflection, right? As we go through the nursing process and go through ADPI, we have to reflect and evaluate, is this something that I'm ready to do? What would I be able to offer? And a lot of our early career nurses find that there's so much value in sharing resources and sharing information. from everything from great places to work to new novel sources to learn things, um, sometimes technology, you know, all kinds of things, right? 
The third thing is I'm going to ask you to think about this statistic. So Kovner, Brewer, Fatel, and Jin in 2014, in a, in a study from 2014, which I realize is some time ago, but they, this is the, the one I can think of. They did a study and found that almost 18% of new nurses leave their first job within one year of starting their jobs. Just think about that for a second. That's massive. That's almost one fifth of the industry. And of course, that's in a study with a small population that's not generalizable to everybody. Now, fast forward, we're in this particular time of our, of our, of our lives and within the healthcare system, having been impacted by many, many um, important factors, I would wager that number has gone up considerably. So my third point is to share that, that finding to promote us to think about how vulnerable that time frame is. And of course, every time we do a transition, a job transition to a new setting or a new institution, it's not identical. You have to sometimes start over. So you have to go again from expert to novice. Even if you're switching from one department to another, or even from one institution to another, or one employer to another. So think about that. And then the fourth thing that I'll, I'll, I'll uh, mention is um, a study that was being done by Dr. Hire Kwan, who is a, going to uh, publish her results hopefully this year. It was a dissertation finding that nurse mentorship reduces nurse burnout. How many times do we hear about burnout or compassion fatigue, right? In All the, the time. All the time. So if we're finding that this is in fact from this nurse researcher's study, which I can't wait to see it published. <laughs> I may be the first person to read it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's data to support that we really should think about, about this as part of our, our gifting and part of our service to the profession. Lastly, I said I would do five. <laughs> Lastly, I think about how important mentorship can be to the person who needs it. So what I would say, a short, short answer to a person who's thinking about becoming a mentor, but isn't sure, I would say, consider it. Consider it because we need leaders and we need nurse mentors that will help people navigate this difficult time. And we could find an arrangement <laughs> that works for you, but we definitely need more mentors to be able to pair and match with mentees. So I would say, consider it. Well, thank you so much. I, I certainly think that hearing from the two of you will inspire others to uh, consider it. I really do. And I, I hope that's the case. I, I know that we need nurse leaders. We need nurse mentors. And ultimately, we need nurses. And without mentorship, that will suffer. And we are seeing it right now. Um, so thank you so much for sharing with us and for being here and for what you're doing. I think it's incredibly inspiring. I, I also want to just say for, for those who are considering it, whether you're a mentor now or would like to be, whether you're a mentor with B1 Support One or through any other organization or even informally, it is such an important role and it is so powerful just to know someone is there, even if they're not utilizing that person as often as they thought they might. You even mentioned earlier that they usually don't need me. I think that's what you said, maybe not word for word, but you said, usually they don't need me. But it's just so powerful knowing they're there just in case. It's a huge comfort. And I think that that in itself makes it all worth it. So thank you again to both of you for being here. We're very grateful and thank you for what you do.
Thank you so much for having us and selecting our poster to be Absolutely. here. Thank you, Elise. Geneva Gularti Ronaldo and Tip Tilton are mentors with B1 Support One, a nonprofit that works to match nurses with mentors or mentees to foster a supportive nursing community. Geneva and Tip, thank you so much again for joining us. We'd love to hear your feedback. Email us at socialmedia@acnl.org and connect with us on LinkedIn and Facebook at ACNL Nurse. You can also rate us and drop a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. ACNL in Action is presented by the Association of California Nurse Leaders with new episodes on the first Friday of the month. And remember to check out our bonus episodes on the second Friday of the month. To learn more about the show or ACNL in general, visit acnl.org. Thank you for listening.